This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like how sexist is your fictional weight loss journey? Do you have any black friends in Cleveland? And we talk about an exciting new app coming soon. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the podcast where we decide for the world how everyone should feel. What qualifies right. us to be the deciding body? Well, it was Phil's idea. So, yes. And uh, I'm uh I came in a little later. Phil plus alcohol equaled this fantastic concept of a podcast. We hope you all enjoy. It's going to be wonderful. Hello boys and girls. Uh yeah, it's just the ancient legal doctrine of finders keepers. And <laughs> it was it's like it's something Magna Carta. Anyway, um my name is Sandeep Sen. With me is uh Phil Causey, as we've said that. Yes, hello. Sandeep. Now, this is the first episode that we're recording uh, after our break, we I know we had a few episodes and things went out certain weird order, but we're we're back now. And Sandeep, you have you have a beard now, yes, and you just got back from Spain. That's right. So you you went to Spain. What what did you do in Spain? This is exciting. I went to the south of Spain to Seville and Granada. Okay, and uh, Granada is Spanish for pomegranate, and they have the the the, the, <laughs> the symbol for the city is the pomegranate, and that's the symbol that you see everywhere. And it's a two-dimensional symbol of like, uh, it looks like a vagina. I don't know what, I, what they're, they're just like, yes, this okay. is the pomegranate. This is our city. And I'm like, really? We're calling that a pomegranate? Because it looks nothing like a pomegranate. Looks like a pussy gramet. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> That's right. If you cut a pomegranate it's in a half, pe- okay. I suppose it's like red. <laughs> but a po- real pomegranate is very circular. And, the, and their depiction of a pomegranate is most certainly not circular. It's very... Um, very uh, vagina-like? Vagina-esque, yes, elliptical, if you will? if you will. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, Sandy... It's I, like George O'Keefe pomegranate. I like how you took a nine-hour flight to get that joke out of it. To get specifically that thought. Like, you didn't do anything else. We went to Seville and we, you know, drank wine at the vineyards. Oh, also, you must see this vagina symbol that's all yes. over the town. Well, I have another joke. So, three days into the trip, uh, <laughs> Spanish food's lovely and it's you tapas and... They actually know. I hate tapas. They do. You know why you hate tapas? Because yeah, I, eat, I eat food. Right. And so you go to tapas <laughs> in New York, and every tapa is like eight to ten dollars. Yeah, and it's four bites of food. And it's four bites of food, and it, then, then your bill is like four million dollars if you have it. In Spain, each tapa is like between two. It's like around two to three euros. Oh, okay. Or like basically two Which to three dollars. Which is six bucks. But I mean, no, 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 no. It's like it's like maybe two twenty-five to something. So it's like we had a whole meal for eight bucks, which was good. I always admire the person that came up with the business model for tapas restaurants because it was like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to charge twice as much for half the food. No one's going to notice. Yes. Because you know, like, <laughs> that, that really is what it's like in New York City. That's what it turns out to be in New yeah. York. In Spain, they actually have the right idea that each tapa is actually, they're going to give you less and it's going to be a lot less food, uh, less cost. Oh, I, I yeah. So well, that's but anyway, cool they, do they it have the right no way. spices there in Spain. It's all carby. It's all creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of salt and hamon. And so by day Wait, three, I, I needed to find uh, sriracha sauce. What does that word mean? Ham. Okay. But can I kind of say, we have an ongoing bit in this you show. Didn't, you didn't go, you didn't take that, Spanish. By the way, uh, third voice today, Casey Bauer. Welcome to the show. Hi. We have an ongoing bit in this show. Who's whiter, me or Sandeep? I feel like he's winning that division in strides today of who's whiter based on this conversation. What with, do you think so far? Based on the elementary understanding of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. So I just scour. I was trying to scour Granada for uh, or uh, Seville for a sriracha sauce, which I couldn't mm-hmm. find, and they're all Sriviche. confused when I asked for 
un salsa que es Wait, I think I know where the story is going. Can I guess what happened next? What happened? You next? you went to the like the train or airport Taco Bell and just asked for a whole uh, thing of the fire sauce. No, I like that ending though better. Oh, that would've been amazing if that's what you did. Um, but it was so bland. So I, we also like went to the palaces where Columbus pitched uh, coming to like his trip to to try to find India, mm-hmm. and um, and where they actually celebrated when he found it. Um, but it turns out the entire all the scientists knew that the world was too big, and they're like, "Dude, this isn't going to work. Like, you're not, you can't get to India from uh, uh, by sailing west." And everyone, everyone pitched it, but then Queen Isabel uh, just like approved it. And I think it's because mm-hmm. she's like, "Dude, get me some fucking spices. I can't take it. <laughs> I, it's probably not going to work. But just do what you got to do." Yeah. No. Exactly. People are willing to risk everything, their reputation, their lives, to maybe get slightly spicier food. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, "This is fucking." And I can see that why that happened after three days in Spain. I'm like, oh, "Okay." No. All right. Well, Sonny, that is awesome. Uh, glad to hear you had a trip. I was just in Connecticut, which is not nearly as exciting as that. So let's get to our guest, Casey. Hello again. Welcome. Hi, Casey. Glad to have you. Now we always meet our guests and talk about what they're doing. Now you are uh, a contributor for one of my favorite websites, The Reductress. That's right. That's right. That is a the great site. Uh, I am uh, enough of a moron to s- where someone had to explain to me that that website was a joke the first couple times I saw it. <laughs> uh, but it is funny as hell. Big fan. So contributed for the Dexterous. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. What what have you uh, done for that recently? Anything you want to um, mention? So I was just accepted as a contributor. So it's very new. Yes. I'm like a baby contributor. Okay. So I'm able to pitch, but hopefully in the new year I will have some published pieces. Full but yeah, fledged. it's super exciting. Oh, so you, am I allowed to even mention that you're on there? Or? I think so. I think it's okay. okay. I don't know. Well, if I think not, it's great. I'm kicked off. Oh, well, I, and I think that site's great anyway, so we're we're plugging them. Maybe they don't want to be associated with us, which, you know what, <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. <laughs> like most women, it's okay. Uh, you also do a thing with a company called Laughing Matters NYC. Yes, now, what right. is that? So we're a production company. We host a mic, and we do shows um, very much in the kind of lower echelons of comedy. Um, but okay. yeah, that's, that's it. I'm one of the partners and producers for that. All right, so Laughing Matters NYC. So if you want to see some uh, lower echelon comedy, <laughs> yeah, apparently, exactly. you can definitely... <laughs> yeah, I didn't really sell it well. You can definitely go no, check that we're out. we're really great. We, we do a lot of comedy <laughs> in Brooklyn and Yonkers and Jersey City. So, yep, any of those places that you live in, you can come see comedy. Yes, so, you know, uh, so yeah, check them out. Find them online. Um, so Laughing Matters. And you know, you know what else matters, Sandeep? Is female body images. They matter. That's that's right. We're going to get into our first story. Yes. Um, right now, you know, let's get into some outrage. Th- this story comes to us. By the way, I apologize. That was a dog okay. shit segue. I, we've been off for a few. You know what? Keep going. Sorry. But, you know, I thought it w- if you didn't call attention to it, it would have been fine. It's I think not the my viewers best work. listening, the listeners listening at home were, or in their cars, were ready to move on. And now we had to nope, highlight that it was a, a It was like a B minus. Anyway, Sandy, yeah. right, let's get to it. it. All right. This story comes to us from all over the internet. Now, normally. We like to stick to smaller stories. I know. I'm very surprised and honored. Yeah. And we, we, I think we thought this was just a small story, but this is yeah. blown up, Phil. Yeah. And this is like now become an A-list, A-list yeah, type story. We, we do, we do try to keep it small and weird on here, but sometimes people uh, do that. You know what's funny? By the time this episode comes out, uh, it, this, I feel like, is either going to go one of two ways. This is either going to be one of those ones that totally just goes away, or it's going to be one of those ones where it like blows up and gets worse. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think this one's going to level out. I, I think this one is going to go. I I think it's going to go away, but it has potential to blow up and get worse. It's gotten a weird 
it's gotten a weird amount of publicity. Very weird amount of publicity. From when we picked it right away, and then it got crazy. Yeah. So this is an advertisement for the exercise bike Peloton, um, which it's a Christmas ad. So it depicts um, a husband who bought his wife a Christmas gift of of the bike. Peloton is a exercise bike. It costs like twenty four hundred dollars, and then you it's connected to the Wi Fi. And I guess there's a TV screen and. It, yeah, like you like, like live you're riding, but you're like you're like with the instructor live. Um, it's a great idea, honestly. Or recorded, like I, you can fan. have like a pre-recorded class. Or you can do like a live class with instructors who like are who are just in their place teaching people all around. Can the world. Can I say one quick thing about what you were saying a minute ago about how like we were hesitant to pick this? You know what? Here's the thing. All right, we have a responsibility to do these kind of stories too, Sandeep, because we are the authority. God damn it! Oh, you're okay, off brand. and everybody here. Okay, I know everyone has a hot take in the Peloton thing, but we're we're the authority. Got okay, right? Here's the fake outrage report. No, and that's like this in the is Supreme Court. We're the Supreme Court of outrage. Yeah. We often call ourselves. Yeah, our opinion does matter more than most people. And I just want you to know that the opinion like we come up with, court. us three right now, primary source for me, honestly. Mm. See, Casey gets it. Yeah, the reductress gets it. Yes, gets it. exactly. So, just like in the Supreme Court, when. It, <laughs> When courts, <laughs> when they try to judge something in the in in the lower in the lower courts, and they can't come to a conclusion, they need an authority figure to you know lay down the law. Well, I was saying it more from the thing of like you know what? I don't care about your blog, I don't care about your news site, I don't care. Stay in your lane, okay? Fox News, okay? Yeah. CNN, all of you, we are the authority. Damn it, on outrage, us, us two guys drinking sake in an apartment. We are the authority. Uh, yeah, we're drinking sake, by the way. Okay, <laughs> so. This so the the commercial is um, so a husband buys his wife this Peloton, which is an expensive uh, exercise bike that connects to the Wi-Fi. And you uh, you know you you ride it. <laughs> Are you have you used the Peloton? That, that, oh oh wow, that's not. an insulting thing to ask to a woman. <laughs> Do you ride your exercise you ride bike? It. Do you, you ride, ride it? That like, yeah. No. Maybe you should or something. Yeah. Like, well, that was kind of the whole basis. That was of the actually the outrage. Is that so, kind of yeah? So she she made the in the commercial. She's making a video diary of her use of the Peloton. So you like see the first like she's like okay, it's my first time I'm using the Peloton. I'm afraid will I make it through or whatever the fuck. And then, so it was like a like an Instagram story, like a vlog sort of situation. Yeah, yeah like right? an Instagram exactly. in, series of Instagram stories. Yeah, is an like ad. a highlight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then like another one, she's like, okay, yeah. it's six a.m. and she's like, okay, I've done it five times in a row, and oh, I'm getting this, and then, and then it's a year later, and uh, and then it ends, and she goes, a year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me, and then the couple is watching this vlog on the couch, mm -hmm. and they're snuggling with each other. Well, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so why is everyone mad about this? I mean, it blew up. So it <laughs> yeah. got like 40, 40 million views the commercial on the on YouTube and. Um, a, a number. It got a lot of news stories on it, and uh, so I, I guess okay. So are they outraged because a man bought a woman a piece of exercise equipment? Here's an excerpt of some of the Twitter. I okay, because I'm Twitter very blew up on this. So Sydney Chandler said this advertisement is dangerous, sexist, and just plain stupid and out of touch. A bad message. Uh, Siraj <laughs> Hashmi mocked the commercial, saying nothing says maybe. Wait, wait, they're Indian. You got to do the voice. Siraj. Siraj. That, that's brown, right? I, maybe. Okay, sorry. Keep, keep going. I think it's, but we'll, we'll okay. You know, we'll make her Indian. Nothing says maybe you should lose a few pounds like gifting your already thin life partner a peloton. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's, I don't think don't that's like the right voice. You can do it in white voice now. You Nothing gonna, says maybe you should lose a few pounds. That's better. Okay, like gifting your already thin life partner a peloton. 
Um, <laughs> comedy, I like Jess Dwex, uh, and there's a lot of uh, references to Black Mirror, but she said the only way to enjoy that Peloton ad is to think of it as a first minute of an episode of Black Mirror, which I thought was funny. Um, I don't watch I like that, that show. I, I don't get. I don't that. get the reference. Ooh, but no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Can you guys explain the joke to me? I'm just a no. stupid. Okay, we're fine. moving on. We're moving on. Okay, we're moving on. Black Mirror is a series on Netflix yeah. where they have like something. Um, they have technology something in the, it's a futuristic over, right? world. What? Yeah. Like technology becomes kind of the bad guy. Oh, it's so like in so the horror saying, movie, technology is the the horror. So they're saying that 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 this Peloton ad is equivalent to a dystopian future controlled by technology. Like it always reference. starts with like something that exists in our current life, like, okay. like some technology that exists in in our current mm-hmm. form. You could see it kind of going there, and then yeah. it becomes dysfunctional. Like a oh, great episode mm-hmm. was. Um, which they have in China, like you start people, you can start rating. <gasps> oh, I love that one. That yes. actually, do you think that ended happy or sad? I don't remember. Well, I'm lost. Time for more sucky. Okay. Anyway, yeah. no, it's like so you can rate people. So like, I meet you, and then and you you gave me good service as a as a bellman, and then I'm like, yeah, oh, Phil Causey, four stars, and so you start getting a social media rating, which mm-hmm. they're already doing in China. So now like. Oh, like as a person? You yeah, and that person. determines like where you can live, where you can, how much money you can earn and all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether you get a credit card, whether you get a job. That's like, horrifying. Oh, well, Phil. Right. But you can yeah. see it kind of like, oh, like we're going there, right? People are getting raided. And mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. what if that just Do you remember a- there was a controversy? You know, we're going to go off topic for like just a second. There was an app that came out about six years ago called Lulu. Do you remember Lulu? Mm-mm. So there was an app where women could rate the men they went on dates with. Oh, I love that. Can yeah. we bring it back? Um, well, it got discontinued Why? pretty quickly because of several lawsuits. Yeah. Well, because women would just go on there and shit on their ex-boyfriends and stuff cause, like unnecessarily. And it, would beca- it became defamation and slander. Can we and do that shit. except with like verified dick size? That's what I want on Tinder. <laughs> That's very important. That's I'm all so I'm glad looking for we these got a days. Joke out of that. All right, so so back to the Peloton uh, oh, thing. So people You're are like moving away from this quickly because it makes me uncomfortable. All right, yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm Peloton. very insecure about the size of my penis. Anyway, um, so people are mad. They're saying that it's sexist. I guess right? Is that mm. where the outrage? I mean, yes. it gets so much outrage, and yeah, the whole thing. I mean, basically, yeah, she's. The husband's gifting his wife uh, uh, exercise machines. So like, what are you trying to say? She's fat and she's already really thin. So the other thing is she's like, obviously looks great at the beginning. And she's like, a year ago, I didn't know how much has changed. Like, what? You went from like 108 Hang on. to 107.5 pounds? I think there would have been more outrage if the woman started like fat in the first <laughs> beginning of the ad. And then she lost like 20 pounds. I and by agree. the end of it, that would have been way worse. I you agree, agree okay. with you. I do. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting because I think if they had expanded that commercial by 10 seconds and just given a little more context, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. Because I think... So it was interesting. I sat down and I watched the ad and I honestly, I didn't have that much of a reaction to it. I was like, this is like a dumb ad, but if I saw it come up on my TV, whatever, I wouldn't move on. You wouldn't feel the urge to tweet about it? No, no, not necessarily. (laughs) It was only like after I sort of read these things, I was like, okay, I kind of see. But I think that, okay, this is where my like dark, crazy mind goes. But I just didn't, I was like, what is her motivation? What is her backstory? I wanted to know why she needed to go on this journey. And actually, I think that if it were a woman who was overweight and exactly how we saw it, yeah, it would have been like even even a bigger deal. Um, but in both situations, they didn't provide enough. It was just like a marketing miss in a big way. You know, I don't I, I don't think it was a marketing miss in a big way. I just think that, see, I feel like people in this day and age, and again, we're the outrage experts, you and I, Sandeep, <laughs> is it's it's 
people will find a reason to extract offensiveness out of things that aren't meant to be offensive. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yes and no. Okay, so where where do you because, diverge? Yes, on one hand, like when I put it in the category of when I say it's a marketing miss, I think that Peloton doesn't know its customer base because it's been billed as this very like luxury brand. However, it's I was reading a piece and it was saying that it's actually become more common for um, middle class people to be purchasing it because oh, they're the peasants like us can afford it now. Yes, oh. us peasants. Um, yeah, and so I think. It's interesting because I think they just missed the mark on that where it it was formerly known as this very like strong luxury brand. Now it's appealing to the middle class. And so I think that when they're doing that, they didn't recognize that. Sorry, words. What am I trying to say with this? I had such a good point, Phil. And then we talked a lot about verified dick size and now I can't get off. All you can that. think about is verified, verified dick, dick size. size. Maybe okay. you should start that app. You can't I get will. off dicks. No. You know, I got to yes, be honest yeah. with you. That actually would be a hilarious app if someone actually Wouldn't made it? that. Wouldn't it? Exactly. That'd be great. I would be there for it. Anyway, okay. So what was the original question? But you have to admit that you, you, you slept with certain guys to verify the dick size. So like people, we would have to be like, oh yeah, I've seen this guy's dick. I volunteer as tribute. Seriously. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> no, but they don't have to say who verifies it. Like you have to verify, you have to be to part... To be part of the app, you have to you be verified yourself. Right. Oh, you could anonymous. You say, this dick, this dick has been verified right, right, right. by three It'd of our like members. Twitter, you don't you know, say Twitter. Yeah. Okay. okay, anyway. Sorry, Phil. Go back to your original question. Say it one more time for me. Um, I, I guess the original question would be where do you and I diverge? Because I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we were talking <laughs> about... No, that one I got. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about like... No, no, this is something I was thinking about. Like if they had taken... I Again, I as a storyteller and a person thinking about like, ooh, the backstory of this person... I didn't understand. I think when the Peloton people sat down to write this commercial, their idea was, ooh, it's going to be like a moving holiday moment, right, of this woman going on this journey. But they didn't include the reason, the context as to, like, why she needed to go on this journey. Like, to all appearances, I look at her and I'm like, okay, she has hair like a Pantene commercial. She had this, like, gorgeous coat. It should have been a commercial for that coat. I want that coat. Where is that coat? You know, <laughs> she has this beautiful little girl, this gorgeous house, this, like, acceptable husband, you know? He looks like he... Acceptable husband. He has, like, low body weight, you know, and decent hair. So, He's the kind you know, of guy that he had to work hard to afford the house and the Peloton to impress her, okay? Okay, fair, whatever. <laughs> it's probably, his name is probably Chad, but anyway, Way to body shame that man, by the way. We accept Chad. Anyway... <laughs> They're in this like, you know, this nice, bright house. So I'm like, what is it about her that needs to go on a journey? Like, why would this be? And, uh, and not to say that a Peloton, like of any exercise thing could really do that. But I just think if they had like taken a moment to expand that commercial or given up one of the like stupid Instagram stories in order to just give us context, you wouldn't be seeing any of this like controversy. Controversy. Mm. I don't know what I should like that, which is like a Sean Connery controversy. Controversy. So, yeah. Well, Pushy, would you like to join my clash patch? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, good. <laughs> he's better with voices than he uh, than he uses. Why it for. am I like a little turned on right now? Maybe because I like Sean Connery. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But do, is he still yeah. alive? Yes. yes. Of course he okay. is. I don't he's know. at the US Open every year. I oh, okay. Suggest otherwise. I'm not Sean. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. And I just, I would have liked to, like, if the idea was to move and inspire people to buy this bike 
at the holiday to go on their fitness journey, mm-hmm. I don't think they were successful. Well, here, here's a, I have a question about yes. that. Is who are they trying to inspire? Are they trying to inspire men to buy it for the women? Or are they trying to inspire women to ask their men for it so they can go on the fitness journey? I don't know. I think that's what the problem was. It was convoluted mm. because they had, I was talking to um, a friend today and he was saying that they had a commercial last year where it was a couple and they get the Peloton bike yeah. and they like sneak in to to do it at night because they're like in a competition with each other to see who can be like the most fit. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cute, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a healthy fitness journey. But in this case, I'm like, well, the man won, right? Because, because men are superior. Of course. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> Um, that's right. That's one for the men. Totally. One to 300. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think they were clear on that. And I just wonder, I'm like, did they test this on any like normal audience? Because it seems like they just kind of spit it out there as like a, an inspiring commercial. You will see, I'm going to live in the reality of, I, I'm just going to assume that the man was asked by the woman, the woman, she said, Hey, sure. honey, get me a Peloton bike for christmas and then so he did as was instructed because men men are believe it or not uh, pretty good at following a so i followed a right (laughs) yeah men men are okay at following instructions but that's kind of what i I feel like happened is that like because if it was in the other context of like Mm. of like the dude sitting her down like listen honey we need to talk about something i bought you an exercise bike and you need to use it at least three days a week from now on you know like that would be way fucking worse totally totally i I absolutely agree with you on that no and i think um, I saw this bit too. It was like five. Um, they were, it was like a talk show and they were talking and they were saying, some of them had that opinion. They were like, you know, if I had voiced to my husband, my boyfriend, whatever, you know, I'm, I just don't have time for the gym. What all these like contextual things. Absolutely. That would be an amazing Christmas gift. And I kind of agree with that. Like if I had said to my boyfriend, husband, I was like, okay, I want, I want this. And that showed up Christmas day. I would be ecstatic. I think it's just the fact mm-hmm. that they like glossed over that. So you feel like there should have been like a like a like a pre a prelude. Yeah, and to here's, it. And like, okay, this is this you know, is aren't advertisements good. expensive? <laughs> there's like no, absolutely. every second's like <laughs> <laughs> tens of millions of dollars. Sure. Oh well, why don't they? Just, why don't they have this fucking show their dating history just so no, these women but, can be but, satisfied? Okay, for this fucking ad. I think they could have sacrificed. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, but what did she get him? And um, what you know? How is did he meet? Well, how is his kind to his mother? We, and why don't they show that? Did we gain much from her like doing yeah. her little like selfie video? Like they could have sacrificed one of those like shallow Instagram highlight moments, which by the way, side note, like mm-hmm. when no I saw that the backstory from that, that chick who keeps getting an orgasm from Pantene, like what, what, you know, wh- why <laughs> that chick, there's a keeps... Pantene orgasm. Uh, you're like, thinking of herbal essences, oh, herbal essences. Yeah, that's true, right. True, true. Yeah. Like why is she, what kind of sexual trauma did she have? Or it's a fucking shampoo has to get her get off. Your fucking shampoo commercial. Right, like, Sandy. Get your penises away from me. But Oh my God. Citrus now, and tangerine. Ah! I mean, it's great. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, Casey, mm. on this because mm. you know we did bring you on for a, a lady perspective because our our male brains only get us so token. far. Thank you. Is you now, do identify as a I think people right? are also saying that he is gaining something from this gift because he's getting like a woman who stays in shape sort of situation. Mm. Is that kind of what people are upset about too? Kind of. I mean, okay. Here's where. Because I, yeah, like I said, when I first, when I watched it, I did read a little bit and then I was like, you know, let me stop. Let me look at this as unbiased as I possibly can. And I watched it and I honestly didn't have like a strong reaction to it. However, I can see as being like just existing as female in this world, 
that there is an insane pressure to always be fit, to be thin, mm -hmm. to be good yeah. across all these categories of your personality. And so I wonder... Well, and personality... Existence, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't... Personality. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> I think that it comes... Like, <laughs> if we're tracking, if we're projecting... Um, rather, if we're personifying the outrage, right, as this kind of wave, as this pattern, I think that there's moments where certain women, where they feel like those, uh, the buildup of these moments that are especially annoying, this pressure to be thin, I think it reaches a point. And I think that someone finally just says, with this particular moment, it's like tipped them over the edge. So this commercial maybe was the moment that was especially triggering. Yeah. After like years of this buildup or whatever it is to feel like I have to be perfect in XYZ across all these areas of my life. And this commercial, even if it's the commercial itself, that's like really whatever just happens to be the tipping point. Uh, so you're saying this is the last straw for a lot of people. I it, think it could be a last straw moment. Okay. Um, for certain, <laughs> so for certain women, for people who identify as female, and then they start kind of this like tsunami effect, right? Okay. You know, I I didn't think of it that way, and that's actually a really good way to think about it. Mm. I, I I really uh, thank you. Yeah, that, that's that's a really <laughs> interesting take on it. Yeah. No, wasn't there also kind of related to that? Wasn't there also some people? who were upset that like she was already good looking at the beginning yeah and so she only lost like four pounds exactly. or something and <laughs> well, so was... it's like what the fuck what did this bitch get a pelt exactly. like, that's what i, I mean, feel like some people are thing. mad like again i just from a purely like storytelling impactful advertising standpoint like where my brain goes is like a, a dark weird person i was like what if she had like cancer and then she needed to come back from it. And she was self-conscious being at the gym. And the only way she could do that was with a Peloton bike. What a story that would be, you know, which obviously people that would have gotten way more outrage. I feel like. If yeah, I think people like would be like, this is fucking bullshit. But, you know, yeah. I personally I wanted a little bit more of that to understand, like, what is it? Because this woman looks like she does have it all. She's beautiful. Again, she has that. She's like, an, gorgeous an adequate hair, husband. Right? Hair. She's an adequate husband. Yeah. She's a cute daughter, <laughs> a house with a lot of white walls. Like, come on. She's she's in good shape. Great coat, so. All that. All that shit. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I just I didn't. If you're really like analyzing it from the perspective of like, is this effective advertising? No, not really. Do I don't you feel like it. a lot of women watching this are watching this and they're comparing the, their lives to that woman's life? Do you think that was a part of it? Um, potentially. I think what really like resonated with me too was the fact that she was filming this the whole time. It was very like Instagram culture, which mm -hmm. I do think has a really big impact on women's lives right now yeah. and the way they view themselves. I elaborate. You both yes, are staring please. at me quietly. Um, so yeah, I think I think about the women in my circle and even like my sister who's a slightly younger generation. And I do think comparison is really it's like intensified um because we are able to have such a close look into other women's lives. Yeah, and don't didn't Instagram aren't they discontinuing likes? Isn't yeah, that a thing apparently. now? Did it start yet? I don't know. I, I think some of my friends said it started for them already. Uh, I haven't seen any change in my app, but yeah, I mm. think that they're because they, they're saying that it's having such a negative effect on people. Um, yeah. I would assume, especially women, that and they're like, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. we're going to try to get rid of the, some of the competitive nature of Instagram. We're going to kind of just make it about photos and fun. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that's that's really true. It's just given us a window into it's because it, before it was celebrities. Right. And you could kind of put celebrities like when I was growing up, it was the magazines and you would look at the magazines and then the internet came along. And you could still see things there on like blogs and such. 
but now and it's what, like so. Can I ask kind of a devil's advocate question yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Because ma- in magazines, uh, I know that a lot of women look at that, and or at least maybe they used to. Not as much anymore. Not as many people, I think, read print media. But I feel like back then there was like a, a myth to it because mm-hmm. there were you know people looking at these perfect magazine pictures that were photoshopped and all this stuff and and, and all this you know perfect makeup. And I feel like in a weird way, shouldn't Instagram help with that? Because you're seeing these, these people working out and you're seeing kind of like the behind the scenes stuff and what goes into that. I feel like that shouldn't that be helping, but it's not, yeah. isn't that weird? It is weird. It is. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. I think it's really yeah. weird. I think we had this interesting moment. What are we now in 2019? So I think early 2010s mm-hmm. there, twenty the 2010s. I'm very excited for the 2020s. I always thought I would be a good 1920s gal. So I'm going to live the twenties like I'm Gatsby. But anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, that's weird. Nice. I don't, um, so 19, no, that, that's, or 2010s there was like i think there was this strong movement towards more being more real towards like the body positivity and all that and then it somehow regressed in a weird way and i do attribute that a little bit to like the political situation of our country is this like reaffirmation of like oh the family values which meaning 1950s gender roles and so Mm -hmm. i do think there is yeah it's like this weird I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg, to quote my hero, says two steps forward, one step back. Or like that the mm. United States is kind of a pendulum. We sometimes yeah. swing really far left or really far right, but we always come back to the middle. And so So you're I, saying right now women should be learning how to cook again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with this. Nineteen fifties family values. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I don't know. It's like this weird place where we have kind of shifted again to women trying to be everything across all categories of their lives and Instagram um, where it was very real and kind of raw has now moved into a more polished commercial space. And so I think it's become more unrealistic because of that. Yeah. You know, and you're right. Cause I think there is a phenomenon I've noticed uh, even before Instagram became like the thing where people, when it comes to their social media, I feel mm. like they only want to share the good parts. Exactly. You yeah. know, and so people have this unrealistic view of their own life because everybody is posting mm. only the good parts, only the, the, the you know, middle p- cuts, only the prime cuts of their life yeah. uh, online. And so everyone thinks, oh, shit, everyone else's life is fucking perfect except mine. And that's totally not the case. And so, yeah, I think you're right. Some There is an exaggeration of that through through the social media. Right. That's yeah. interesting, but as far as the verdict goes on uh, the Peloton, oh wait, well we, have, we should we should add more. There's yes, more yes, fucking yes. details to this story. I seriously. mean, we, 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 I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, because this this story became an A story. So uh, Ryan uh-huh. Reynolds, <laughs> hired, That's right, oh yeah. hell yes, Ryan Reynolds, he hired this actress <laughs> who played the Peloton woman. Yeah. To uh, do a commercial for his product, Aviation Gin, <laughs> and uh, where she's sitting with two of her friends and she's just boozing, obviously because yeah, you know her husband has driven her to drink. I guess is the the subtext oh, of that. Oh, I fucking love that. Uh, Peloton shares dropped fifteen percent because of this ad, which which meant they lost one point six billion. I know a guy who invested a lot in Peloton, which sucks for him, but it's kind of funny. Anyway, keep going. Do you have you talked to him this week? Uh yeah no he he's fine it's okay because okay? here's the thing I feel like this ad is gonna actually inspire more people to check out Peloton and I think yeah. they're actually gonna have a surge in sales because of this yeah, yeah. um it it lost one point six billion in market value now I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure if that that number is from its w- worst drop and it's not quite there right now um or if that if if that's right now but since this ad aired which was no no you know. 
Sorry, since the publicity happened, this ad aired in mid-November, but the public, the Twitter publicity happened this week. Uh, the company responded in a statement to CNBC saying on Wednesday, saying, Our holiday spot was created to celebrate that fitness and wellness journey. While we're disappointed in how some have misinterpreted this commercial, we are encouraged by and grateful for the outpouring of support we've received from those who understand what we're trying to communicate. Which is, which is know, buy our fucking bike. Yeah. You know, so oddly enough, this is like supposed to be, they're trying to be all like politically correct and shit. So they, in their ads and as a company, they don't stress weight loss, which I think is why they didn't hire some, uh, some before after oh. fat to thin journey. So they're trying to like say, okay, it's, we're not saying you need to lose weight. Everyone, even though it's extra, like, we're just yeah. saying, you know, you have, you're going to, it's part of your wellness. You know, it's all the, all the same shit. Like it's all about wellness now. You're saying be hot in the first place. And, uh, and so Here. that's why I think they didn't hire a thin person. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're going through a journey. Like you're, you're doing something you didn't think you could do. And, um, you know, you're gaining confidence and all that stuff. Mm. So, but then this, this totally backfired. Cause one of the, in, in the analysis of why people are so angry, it's this woman supposedly has it all, like Casey said, mm. but then she's reluctant. Like she, in the first thing she's like, Oh, I don't know if I could do this. So it's like, wait a minute. You didn't want the Peloton or why are you <laughs> oh, afraid? The, again, that someone makes it worse. What's going on? Is your husband okay. making you do this? Are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> I love someone kept describing yeah. her eyebrows as like scared eyebrows. Cause she did, she did have these very distinct eyebrows and in all her, like <laughs> in all of her Instagram posts, she looked very afraid, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> So I did want to add that. And then, uh, okay, so now we can talk about verdict. I'm going fake outrage in this one. I think there are far worse things that have happened in the realm of marketing throughout time and in the present, uh, especially. I really think, uh, back to what I was saying before, I think people were looking to get upset about this. And I think that when one person, like you said, Casey, one person set off another person and it just kind of dominoed from there, um, I really, this could have been so much worse. I feel like they made a bunch of conscious decisions to not make it worse and people got mad anyway. So I got to go fake outrage. Casey, how do you feel? Am I allowed to take the middle ground? I mean, I'm we jokingly make people pick one, but like, <laughs> explain your stance. I mean, God, it's hard because no, I do. I think there are bigger battles to fight. So I would say on that ground, fake outrage. However, I do also, like I said, as someone being female in this world and just existing with that pressure to be thin and to be all these things across all categories of my life, I would say, okay, I, I sort of get it why it started this kind of domino effect. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. What could they have done differently? Mm. Now you answered this, you kind of said this a little bit earlier yeah. when you said they added or whatever to it or subtracted some stuff. Is there a way they could have made this in a way where you think people would be less upset about Absolutely. it? Like, like what would you have added to this? Ad? Yeah, I think I think if the truth, like what Sandy just said, if their, their goal is to create this idea of healthy lifestyle, of you know going on this journey that you didn't think you were possible of, I think just a little bit more context. And like I said, it would be a 10 second add on or even reducing one of those stupid surface level Instagram, whatever things just to understand like, okay, where was this conversation between these two characters that would inspire this husband to buy this thing for his wife, where it would be more prompted by her rather than him. And we understand why. So let me ask another question. What if they cut the husband from the commercial Mm. entirely? And in like the beginning, the ad, like it's her saying like, Oh, my husband got me this. 
And then, the, like, he's not even in the ad. You don't have to see yeah. him in all his mediocrity and his, you know, middle of the ground glory. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you like, make it sound, he was cute. He wasn't like chopped liver. He was cute. Whatever. Anyway, go on. So he was like a strong six and a half, seven. No, we get it, Casey. Mm-hmm. But so, what if Verified the husband was, was was completely off camera? You think that would have helped? Mm, the husband no. barely has a role in this. Yeah, I don't know mm. that it would have helped. I think it would have been the similar. Does this commercial fact. pass the Bechdel test? That's what I want to know. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know is what the, that is, right? Is that the one where there are two men always talking? Or It's always women. If women in a movie aren't, isn't like if there's a certain right. amount of lines and if it eventually always gets back to them just talking about men. Right. right. Yeah, or it's how like long that. you go without mentioning men, yeah. essentially. Okay. Right. So this commercial would not have passed the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Even though she doesn't ever directly say, yeah, but wait, yeah, it would well, pass. She's it's only she's starring in it, and she's not talking about men. But at the end, she does. It's it's like directed to her husband. Yeah, I don't think it would pass at the no. end, right? At the beginning, maybe. All right. So, um, Sandeep, what do you what do you think about this? I feel like my uh, feelings are, are you also going middle of the ground. You fucking asshole. My feelings are. Fair. <laughs> we need more moderation right now, okay, Phil? <laughs> my, I didn't even say my. I, I know. I didn't say what I was going to say, and you just you you put, put your prediction on me and then uh, call me an asshole for yeah, the prediction no. that you completely put on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so um, I I agree with Matt Walsh, who's I, some random Twitter u- user, but he said, uh, "quote unpopular opinion." The Peloton ad is pretty much a normal commercial for an exercise bike, and the collective freak out over it is way weirder and creepier than the ad itself. And I couldn't have said it better yeah. myself. Uh, um, wow, that that is a pretty much nails it on the head right there. So you're, I guess, you're on fake outrage. Then. Total fake outrage. You know, okay. I think I agree with you, Phil. It's like you're looking. If you, you yeah, know, there are many things that have, if you're looking for a fight, like if you bump into some dude at the bar and you're like, "Hey, man, why the fuck did you bump into me? Watch where you're going." Like, yeah, maybe the guy who bumped mm-hmm. into you could have watched where he was going, but you're kind of looking for a fight and you're you're causing it. Yeah, like, even though the thing that happened, yeah, maybe. That person who bumped into you could have avoided you or shouldn't should not have bumped into you. But that wasn't the real problem here. The real problem is you fucking, uh, you know, lighting the match. Uh, and it was just a bunch. Yeah. Of okay. okay. Well, let me ask this. So, I mean, if this hadn't happened at all, right, if this had this commercial had just kind of happened, there wasn't the, the response to it. I mean, we'd be doing a different story right now. It'd be amazing. Well, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, I <laughs> is there a benefit to this? this reaction coming to light like is the conversation that's happening positive for moving uh, i think it's a terrible commercial uh, but i just <laughs> see terrible commercials like all commercials yeah, I, kind of yeah, I mean no i agree with you. it's a terrible commercial <laughs> all commercials make their product seem so self-important when the product yeah. itself is not but that's just advertising like the soda doesn't really taste that good and the well, the right. fucking like a gum won't, bike could never you know the fucking axe life. body spray won't get you laid like and i've tried and uh, you know the gum yeah that's some bullshit false advertisement so like yeah the peloton like inserting itself and you know acting like it can do anything right. to help a marriage and help sure. this woman's confidence it's ridiculous well, i but think I like that's the part that people are mad about people are like oh so this fucking guy bought her a bike and fucking he's you know subconsciously saying that if fucking she isn't ride this peloton he's gonna fucking leave her and take the kid or some yeah like people always what, fucking you know, blow what, way up have more you seen that lexus show. commercial where the fucking dude buys two lexuses with a bow Oh, what are you saying now? She needs fucking two Lexus to be happy. Why are women bleeding his ride? Like, who Some cares? do. Yeah, Lexus is a commercial for Lexus. They, Some individuals do. It's a stupid thing. No one's going to buy two fucking... Have you seen this? Yeah, I'm talking about... Mm. It's like two fucking matching his and hers Lexuses. Uh, 
Uh, anyway, it's always it's always any closing shit. thoughts on this topic, Casey, before we move on to uh, something else. Why is the beer? What did the, just because someone opens a Bud Light, suddenly girls aren't dancing in a swimming pool. It's fucking Bud Light. What are you talking about? What are you trying to say? My life isn't good enough without the Bud Light. What is this? Ah, I'm angry. Bud Light. I think, Lexus is. I think anybody's life is better without Bud Light. Personally, <laughs> that is a shit beer. Casey. Um, to answer your question. Um, Sorry, yeah. I think you were going somewhere else. With no, that no, I had a thought. I now I can all, all I can think of is <laughs> I think you were, you, you were asking me something. And I uh, think my answer was completely different no, than no, what no, you were No, 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 it's totally fine. I appreciate, whatever. But well, um, no, let's go back to, <laughs> okay, so if this commercial didn't exist, you had some hypothetical. The hypothetical question of, yeah, I mean, okay, let me say what I have to say and then you can react to it because I think, I think this might help. I'm okay, thank you. I had several margaritas tonight. Um, so, okay, I wonder... I mean, again, existing in this, putting myself in the place of, you know, a woman watching this commercial, your average female is again, I don't, I don't think there was enough context provided. So I can see someone watching this and looking at it and being like, what is wrong with this woman? What is wrong with this gorgeous woman that we see that she would need this to go on some journey where she goes. I think someone kept saying like, oh, wow, we watched a woman over a year go from 117 pounds to 112 pounds. Right. You know, like what was the transformation <laughs> here? Why did she need that? Well, maybe she just wanted it. Maybe she just enjoys fucking working out. I mean, yeah. I enjoy working out. But some people just like fucking doing that shit. Yeah, no. And the fact that people want a bigger explanation, I think, adds to me and other people saying fake outrage and being like, come on, just fucking leave it alone. She, you know, she's happy with this thing. This thing made her right. happier, and everyone's mad about it. And it's that like, would what the be, fuck? and that would be an easy answer. But obviously, the outrage is stemmed from it's hitting a nerve that there's some truth beneath it, right? That there is something in our society that's forcing women to exist in this way, where they have to look and behave a certain way, and they have to maintain their physical appearance above all else, despite being moms, wives, career women, whatever it is. So mm -hmm. I, I understand where that's coming from. Like, again, I say, I don't personally, I watched it and I was like, whatever, this is just an idiotic commercial. Like they just didn't write their story. Well, um, so your outrage is more at the writing. Yes. <laughs> My outrage is at the writing. <laughs> no, because it's like, like a second or third time you've mentioned that. That's pretty it funny. Is. I wanted the cancer story. I wanted the redemption. Yeah. 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 No, we need to know why she's using this, but what, what is happening here? <laughs> right. I, but no, you know, like I think it's just it felt, you know, you I mean you guys know as being as comedians, you feel when something is disingenuine and it's disingenuine. They're playing to this idea of like You mean to tell me a corporation time. said something and it came off disingenuous? You know what I'm saying? But you know oh what look, okay, if you're watching the Super Bowl, what's the most memorable Super Bowl commercial? Think of back. What's the one that you like you think about and you're like, oh, that was especially moving? I like the was up commercials. Is that I'm guessing you weren't going there. No, like the moving ones. You know they have moving ones. I can't right. think of them right now. There was now, one but... when I was in college where it was a guy who um he like accidentally spilled tomato soup on himself and he was holding a cat in one hand and a knife in his other and somebody walked in and thought he just killed the cat or something like that. That was pretty funny. So the funny one. Okay, but yeah, how about like think funny. about the Clyde I think the Dale Doritos ones. where she's doing the splits and eating the Doritos. I guess you're not also We're not going that way. Honorable anyway. mention also <laughs> to the Budweiser frogs and Budweiser lizards all oh, right yes okay 
yeah, none of those things are relevant. To okay, well, yeah, what, what's the but moving commercial thing? But you know, so like, remember the like Clydesdale ones, right? Where like it's very special and lovely, and there's always like a horse and a dog, and even though it's like silly and it's cheesy, you still feel moved by it, right? Yeah. And I think that's what they were aspiring to, but they didn't think out the story. And you gotta have, even if it's a thirty second commercial spot, you have to have something that is a full character driven story. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do it. And as yeah. someone who loves literature, I hate it. <laughs> I totally agree that if they would have did some backstory, I, I totally it just would have made it, totally better, it would have made a cool commercial, right? Yeah. And I would have bought a Peloton. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, but at, with that said, I do think that I do understand why someone watching that might feel like, ooh, this is just kind of reinforcing unrealistic standards. For women in America, because we're already dealing with that on multiple fronts. All right, so I I, I kind of get it, but still fake outrage anyway. Uh, all right, so moving along here, we got to do this with these other topics pretty yeah, damn this, quick. Because so, we let's talk about this other one. This one's no, it's totally fine. So we're gonna go now from the internet to Cleveland, oh Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Definitely a step down. <laughs> Something like that. But also a quick flight from New York. I gotta go to Cleveland. I really do. I, I hear it's. I hear it's it's a quick flight and it's cheap. It's fun to go to for a weekend. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I haven't been there. I'm not going to shit on it. Maybe it does suck. I don't know. So there was a photo posted online, and this is a much more local level outrage. This actually this episode. If this is one of your first times hearing this show or your first time hearing it. First of all, welcome. But also, <laughs> this will give you a good sort of um, like sort of context as to like what is uh, you know big world story versus small world. Anyway. So this is a story where there was a photo that got posted online of three teenagers posing with a cop car. Oh, they were teenagers? Did they they say were, their age? They, were teen, they didn't say their age, but they, they, were, they were teenagers. And in the car, uh, picture of the car, there were uh, three teenagers, and they were black kids, and that, that is important to the story. And they're, they're, both the doors were open, and one guy was posing on with one door open near the driver's side. One was near the passenger's side. He was holding what appeared to be a rifle, and then one of their buddies was standing posing on top of the cop car. And people got really upset about this for some reason there in the local Cleveland area. <laughs> uh, there were some comments on this online. One of them said, thug life, I guess. And another one said, Unreal. And even the uh, the local president of the Cleveland Police Patrolmen's Association didn't know that was a thing. A man named Jeff Fulmer said, "Quote shows no respect. It shows a bunch of young kids doing whatever. When we grew up, we grew up respecting the law." Unquote. And uh, when asked about this, the guy who took the picture he he goes by the name of Bolo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was funny that they tracked down the guy who took the picture. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they asked Mr. Bolo, the guy who took the picture about it, and he explained it. He goes, yeah, we were shooting some rap videos nearby, just music videos, and we were driving by, and we saw the cop car just sitting there. And uh, and, and so we decided to spur the moment take this picture. We thought it was funny. And also, by the way, it's uh, worth mentioning, this was in like a like a, the back lot of like the police area where it was like out of service cars and shit. So this car wasn't even in service. They took the picture, they, they screwed around, and then people got really pissed off. Oh, and he also mentioned, too, that the thing in the picture was not a gun. It was a piece of recording equipment. It was the boom pole. For those of you who don't know what that is, that that's where they hold the off-camera mic for when they film all those lovely movies and pornos that you enjoy so much. 
the boom pole. It was not a gun. Yeah, and when you looked like it, it clearly wasn't. It did look like a camera. Yeah, well, it, well the thing tripod, is, he was posing to make tripod. it look like a gun because it was funny because he right. thought it was funny, which yeah. I got to say it was pretty funny. Uh, and so that that was people are mad. And, and this is one of those things where we we don't really get political directly on this show. But this sounds to me like this was like the Blue Lives Matter folks <laughs> specifically oh, who were mad about this. Hundred percent. Yeah. Is that kind of what you got from oh this case? Oh, my Casey? God. Yeah. I mean, I know bits and pieces about Cleveland and I was just like, this is so Cleveland in every way. This it's, is very Cleveland. Yes, it's very Cleveland. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't divorce like the race of the people, the the kids in the photo from this, honestly, because it was just it was so idiotic. I also love that, of course, it was a Fox News piece. It was like a Fox local news piece, right? Yeah, of course it was. And they had their A team Fox News like investigating, and it was just like I I laughed so hard honestly when I saw this because I was just this I think is it's a, a funny fucking picture. It's a non story. It's a yeah. funny picture. Yeah, yeah, and nothing was damaged. And here's the thing. I am a person who, uh, when it comes to, like, I'm not like a social justice warrior. For those of you who listen to the show regularly, you do know that. I talk shit in both directions. I'm not a, a, a SJW. I, I do support the cops a little bit. You know, I have a, a friend, a couple friends who are cops or former cops. And, and if you are one of those people that talks smack about the police, go on a ride along. I did one. I challenge everyone to do one. I think it's a great thing to learn about public service. Kind of not really public service, but it's a great thing to learn about what cops go through. So I'm not a cop hater by any stretch of the imagination. Wait, uh, anyone can go on a ride along? Yeah, totally. You can you can you can call your local precinct and ask for a civilian ride along. It's it's really it's a cool learning experience. I I tell everyone. Isn't it you, is that dangerous? Potentially, depending on where you do it and what shift you do. Why would they let anyone just do a ride along? Because that's part that's part of the deal. If people are curious what the cops do, you can absolutely ask for that. And well, I this sounds and I, like a weird idea. I went with so a friend of mine who's going, a cop. They're like chasing after some like well, no, if, if there's ever a dangerous situation, the way my friend explained it to me, he goes, look, here's the thing. He goes, if there's any actual danger, we just kind of drop you off somewhere that's not dangerous and we go to the scene. You're not going to like be showing up at, you know, places of us. Um, but anyway, so again, not a cop hater. However, this situation was absolutely uh, because the kids are black. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like yeah. 110%. No doubt. No There's doubt. no, no doubt. fucking way. Because I'm trying to, like, let's play a little thought exercise. Let's say that instead of three black teenagers, it was three pretty female white teenagers. It was like the local, I don't know, Girl Scouts or cheerleaders or some, you know, other 15, 16 year old girls. All people would Easy. say is, like, oh my God, future, you know, powerful female cops. This is great. Tee hee hee. They're on top of the cop car. There would not have been outrage. And people saying that they're disrespecting the fucking law. So. Is it, oh, Sandy, what do you, you feel like you, I feel like you want to say something. You have that look in your face. Oh, well, I feel like the, for me, it turned with, um, so there, these, the police cars were in this parking lot that was accessible to the public. It wasn't right, locked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it was like in the back parking lot. I think somewhere. it said it was something like, <laughs> yeah, anyone could walk into this lot. You know, right. there were several things that were unlocked. Yeah. And they opened the cop cars, but there were some doors that were unlocked. Like this, yeah, the this guy said, the yeah, this, these, these, the doors didn't lock because it was the dangerous. It was yeah, dangerous. No, no, the, this damaged. one's on the cops. It really is. Uh, so yeah, I'm going fake outrage in this fake one. Outrage. Why are there, why are cop cars in Cleveland just in an open lot that anyone can walk into? Well, again, into? apparently this one was, it was like a service lot for like out of service cop cars right. that were damaged in some way and they hadn't fixed it yet. Mm. But anyone and, could just steal parts and stuff. Don't you lock that stuff? Uh, uh, yeah, you, you'd think right. that, that And would as be... officers of the law concerned about security, they should be a little more <laughs> yeah. 
So right. that's that turned it to me. I'm like, okay, if they committed a crime and snuck in and well, broke that, into and a that's cop the car. Thing. They're trying to frame these kids as like troublemakers and thugs. And it's like, dude, they didn't steal the car or break the windows. They just right. took a picture because they thought it was funny and fucking left. Right. <laughs> like, like there, there's no harm caused here. Well, okay. that's like the guy's, what was the guy's name, the uh, kid in the picture? Bolo. Bolo. Bolo <laughs> was just like, I don't know, like no harm, no foul. Like truly, like yeah. that was it. Yeah, so yeah, so fake average in that one, three out of three, it looks like. Yep. Uh, and now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Casey Bauer, <gasps> is there anything that you are currently outraged about here oh in the universe? Oh my God, yes! That you want to okay. let some steam off on. Yes, on, I'm on the so show. outraged. All right, you guys ready for this? This I am is, absolutely this is ready. Dumb. This is not like a socialist show. I know you guys want me to be like, no, no, you, big, no, big world, small world, do whatever, whatever comes to mind. I was at yoga class this morning. Oh, wow, this sounds terrible. I'm so angry. Did so someone, angry about did this. someone okay. fart in yoga class? Um, that's like normal. You just kind of let that happen. But no, there is this guy, and I think of him as like yoga douchebag. Yoga douchebag comes in. He always he has a little man bun, and it's like a weak man bun. You know how like men have weak shins? He has a weak man bun. Is this bun. one of those guys who like goes to yoga classes because he's like, I heard there were hot girls there. Like, Probably. is he one of those guys? I mean, he's clearly very good at yoga. Like, his back muscles have back muscles, and I'm very impressed by that. However, he, like, every time I'm in yoga class with him, he does this really intense, heavy breathing, and <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. And he's always doing, like, these crazy binds and stuff, and I'm just uh -huh. like, you, like, the teacher will be like, okay, class, come together now, and cross-legged it's the beginning of class and he's fucking standing on his head i'm like how dare you how dare you this is rude you're setting the like mm. level today wait this is my this is my outrage he was in a bind and he like lost it and he like smacked me like accidentally what's a bind it's like okay can i show you hold on it's like you Where do she's uh i know i'm trying to, yeah wait i'm, this I'm, is I'm describing visual. it for our play-by-play -play. basically okay so you go down and you're like you're wrapping your arms like your little pretzel, and then you lift your arm. Whatever you're, you're doing. It's crazy stuff with your body. So you're uh, wrapping for yourself. For those of you who, this is only a, a audio podcast. Casey <laughs> looked like she was trying to bend over to suck her own dick. That's, That's basically what it, what, what it just looked like. That's essentially it. It's the suck a dish Maybe um, suck her own kneecap. So, yeah. but <laughs> essentially, you do this like crazy bind, and so he like drops his arm because he lost it because we're in hot yoga, so it's like sweaty. So he loses his grip. And he smacked me, not purposely, but because we're very close together and I didn't have a choice because I was late and I was next to him. He doesn't apologize. He just kind of like looks at me and then goes back to his like weird little man bun bind. Well, you know what? I feel like you were stepping onto his turf because he's clearly the toughest kid in that playground. <laughs> I was there for my fucking zen and he <laughs> broke it with his accidental bind slap. Okay. So anyway, and he did that. And then we like go into Namaste, which is the beautiful like Zen moment where you just relax at the end. And I like lay my hand down and then he puts his hand next to me and he kind of like pushes my hand as if like I need to give him more space. I was like, no, no. So I just <laughs> I stayed there and I committed to my Namaste. And I'm just so angry at this goddamn yoga douchebag. I, I really like this uh, outrage because we, we this is a very specific one. I like that there's a weak man bun. You're saying that it's like not, it's not tight. It's not it's a tight like, bun. Yeah, he doesn't have enough hair. He hasn't like grown it out enough, so it's not like a full like luxurious man bun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not the Bradley Cooper of man do you like buns. The, do you like man buns? I don't hate them. Interesting. When they're paired with a beard, <laughs> when it's clean shaven, no. Oh, I I have never seen a man bun without the beard. 
Because you pretty it's much. It's a very br- Brooklyn this one, thing. This guy, this guy. Yeah. Oh, he had a bag. man bun and clean no shaven. Beard. Okay. Clean shaven. That's why. Uh, what an awful dude. That's why I hate him. I like that outrage. People fucking up your workout. I was in such a good place. Because you know what? Because I'm trying to think of what like the equivalent would be. Because I, yeah. I don't go to yoga class. Nothing against yoga. It's fucking hard. I have really mad respect hard. for people who go to yoga. But I'm trying to think. With like the because I you know I go to the regular part of the gym the man part of the gym I think the equivalent would be the guy who likes to grunt while he's working out yeah it's Goes annoying like, it's annoying like that fucking asshole exactly like, yeah and it's it's exaggerated it's like there's a yeah. thing in yoga like where you do like yoga breathing where it's supposed to be very like ocean wave and I was so at first when I I know it's gay <laughs> but I was like I was at the beginning of it and I was like okay let me see if I can just kind of like roll with it and then he, he smacked me but it's like it's literally like. <sighs> Like every like in and out, and so yeah, it just it it takes you out. It takes maybe you, you out should it. just like you should try to like counter breathe just to like <laughs> yeah, like just to, like fuck with him to see yeah. if he gets annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like show your dominance right. through your yoga breathing. Right. I like show that. My, my yang side—that's the male side, apparently, and then the yin side is the hollow female side. Uh, that's not how your side identifies. Okay, don't assign my genders here. Yeah, described it hollow. Yeah, hold. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a hollow hold now to this episode. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can follow us on at Fake Outrage Rept. Um, I think we still use that. I'm not sure. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Uh, you can give us a five-star review on iTunes, which would be quite amazing. It also does not take that long in your life. It takes like 30 seconds. Pretty please do that for us. And you can follow Casey Bauer online at K period C E E Y A on my Instagram or Laughing Matters NYC across all the things Instagram, Facebook, and website. Yes. All right. But before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Oh, uh, we're going to accept angel investors for our new uh, app, the Verified Penis Size. Oh. Yes. And, uh, yes. Mine and Phil's penises will, if we get enough, if we raise enough money, mine and Phil's penises will be the first ones on there. Yes. And if any, we, if we need any women to help volunteer to measure our penises. <laughs> <laughs> uh.